Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest Fancy Hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Valerie Natrushkans or your Brady Kachucks here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and often referred to the greatest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patreon Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, not me. I've got some players who are grinding my gears. Kevin Fiala, you're on notice, buddy. He just doesn't look like he cares about my fantasy team. Now, I've been getting a lot of questions like that, you know, regarding players like that in trades. And listen, no one likes to mix it up and make some trades more than yours truly. But with that said, I think I do got to say we're putting these guys just on notice for now. Don't actually go out and trade someone like Kevin Fiala quite yet. I think as a general rule of thumb, you probably shouldn't trade anyone you drafted in the first five rounds before November. And I think I need to implement a new lessons learned here as well, uh, which by the way, if you're keeping track at home, my lessons learned from last year are paying off big time, taking advantage of centers that fell in drafts for no reason, and also punting defense seems to be working pretty good so far. But the new lessons learned that I want to put on record for next year is to make sure you check the schedule of the first two weeks for everyone that you draft in the 10th round or later. And this lessons learned is in honor of the cornucopia of questions I've got on Ryan O'Reilly. I would love to know the percentage of people that wouldn't have drafted him where they did had they known that he would only play three times in the first two weeks. So I mean, yeah. Like, if I drafted him, I wouldn't drop him just because it's not his fault. I, as the manager, didn't realize he'd be playing so little early. But at the same time, yeah, it's pretty clear that Ryan O'Reilly is second line, second power play at this point. So he can be dropped as well. Not this week, though. The Blues finally have a good schedule this week. So if you did hang on to him, at least through this week. But, hey, speaking of picks, before we can get to the picks of the week for this week... First, we have to see how our picks did last week because we are all about accountability here on the stream scheme. Travis Konechny and Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes, got to talk about him first, though. He was easily my best pick of the week. My man was only 3% rostered last week, and now that he scored five points in his last three games and eight points in his first five games to open the season, Kevin Hayes is all the way up to... Still just 14% rostered. Surprised that's not higher. Hayes has been one of the hottest players in the league to start the season, scoring in every game, getting a ton of minutes. 
I don't know what's going on there. And Travis Konechny had a pretty good week himself with two points and 13 shots in three games so far this week with a game in hand today on Sunday as well. And for whatever reason, Konechny is not even in shallow league streamer range anymore. Konechny is all the way up at 54% rostered right now. And okay, I get it. Yahoo's like preseason rankings or whatever are going to have Konechny show up a lot higher than Hayes. But still, I mean, if we're talking forwards in general, I would rather have Hayes. But Konechny is right wing eligible, so I can understand if people are desperate to fill that position. But not 54% while Hayes is still at 14%. That is just bonkers. But either way, uh, all of this is to say that it's two easy wins here for the week for Travis Konechny and Kevin Hayes. But... Do we hang on to those Philly players as they have the worst schedule of the week playing just twice on two busy days? That's a tough question, and it really depends on the makeup of your team. If it looks like Konechny and Hayes might turn into season-long holds for you, then I'd say try to grin and bear that schedule this week. But otherwise, I'd say that this, for a general rule for advice this week, if you are in a 12-team league or lower, I would say drop them. If you are in a 14-team league or higher, man, I think you got to hold on to Hayes and connect me. Ryan Strom, just one point in three games this week so far for Ryan Strom. Not a lot of shots, despite still getting lots of time on ice. So this one is looking like a loss for this week, although for Strom does still have a game in hand today on Sunday, so he could always turn this one around, but I doubt it. With that said, the Ducks do have a sneaky good uh, off day schedule next week as they're one of the four teams with uh, three light day games next week. So if you're someone with stacked lineups on those busy days, then maybe hang on to Strom for one more week. But if you still have room for streamers on your busy days, then you can certainly drop Ryan Strom. Jaden Schwartz and Alex Wenberg. I was pretty down on the Kraken so far this week, but in the end, Schwartz and Wenberg came through for us getting us two points and three games from both of them this week with a game in hand today on Sunday as well. Now, unlike Hayes and Konechny, the decision to hold on to these Kraken boys is a much easier one. Seattle only plays three times next week on all the usual busy days, so you can absolutely drop Jaden Schwartz and Alex Wenberg. But hey, thanks for the streams, fellas. Defensive streamers, we had Brandon Montour, and what an insane roller coaster week for Brandon Montour. Ekblad goes down, and all of a sudden, Montour has a huge opportunity. Woohoo! Uh, but then he's injured and misses the first two games this week. Oh no! But then he comes back in his one game this week. He gets two points. Yeah, let's go! But then he's not on the top power play. Crap! <laughs> because when Montour was injured, Florida went with a five forward power play. And now they seem to be rolling with that for the time being. All kinds of news going on with Montour. And I'm sure you'll hear Elon and Brian probably talk about Florida tonight. So I will just say this. It's an easy win on the week for Montour. And I would obviously still hang on to him in every league format. Okay, well, maybe not like an eight-team league, but 10-team leagues and up. Hang on to Brandon Montour. Justin Schultz, he stinks. Seattle is still doing that split power play thing, and Schultz is still running that second unit with Beneers. But yeah, his entire fantasy value was tied to that uh, like 1B power play unit. 
He didn't score there, so it is an ugly loss on the week and drop Justin Schultz as soon as you possibly can if he happens to still be on your team. Alexander Romanoff. Listen, this guy might have to be dead to us. I think I'm now something like... 0 for 4 trying to stream Romanov over like the last two years. Uh, He always has these flashes of big minutes and big perifs, but all it takes is one week for him to kind of revert to what he was in Montreal. Someone with a lot of talent, but he can't be consistent enough to get those big minutes and he can't be consistent enough with those perifs to be on our fantasy teams. So an obvious loss here for Romanov and you can certainly drop him. Our Shallow League streamer of the week was Maddie Beneers, and where do I begin? I'm not sure if I ever had a player I've changed my opinion on so quick in just one week's time than Maddie Beneers. I was over the moon for this guy, and now I'm pretty sour on the young lad. Uh, and I don't want to be too hard on Beneers. He's just like, what, less than 20 games into his NHL career or something like that, but He's just not that guy, pal. He's just not that guy, at least not yet. So, yeah, a gross week for Beneers. But the true question probably all Beneers managers are begging for is, can we drop Matty Beneers? And so 10-team leagues and less, yes, drop Beneers. 12-team leagues, eh, it's close. I'll say in 12-team leagues and higher, hang on to Beneers for now. If you're really itching to drop Beneers, though, I can't be mad at you. I think... I would just hope that he scores a couple more points and then maybe try to trade Matty Beneers. Our goalie streamer of the week was Jake Allen, and apparently he had a baby this week. And hey, listen, hand up. I had no idea he was going to have a baby, let alone have a baby in season, let alone have a baby in season on a week that we're freaking streaming him. And if you're new here, maybe this was your first or second time listening to the stream scheme. Yeah, we don't like players having babies around here. We have a hypothesis that it hurts them while those babies are still less than a year old. We just began tracking this data, so it still remains to be seen if it is indeed just a theory. But for now, yeah, I'm just not so bullish on Jake Allen. And what do you know? He ended up having a bad week as well. Surprise, surprise. Good game against the Yotes, sure, but he got lit up on Saturday to only get us 6.5 kickoffful points at, from two starts from him on the week. No bueno, not enough for us. So that's a loss here on Jake Allen, but I would still hang on to him. It's just not as much of like a clown week scenario this week if he's still there in your league, even though now he's up to 42% rostered anyway, which I think aligns closer to his true value, but I still think it should be over that 50% threshold. Most starters should be. So I'd say hang on to Jake Allen despite the baby and despite the losing week. For our ludicrous streamers of the week, our first one was Gustav Nyquist. He had an okay week. One point, six shots in three games so far with a game in hand today on Sunday. So I will call this one a loss for now, but it's always possible. He could have a great game against the Rangers, but again, I doubt it. And Nyquist is still seeing heavy minutes on that top line. So the process was correct here, but either way, I'd say you could safely drop Gustav Nyquist. And Rudolph Spalzers had a great week. Would have been my top pick of the week had Kevin Hayes not popped off. 
Although some might argue that this is the much better pick when you factor in the ludicrous factor. But yeah, three points and two goals. Uh, three points with two goals in three games for Ballsers this week with a game in hand today on Sunday. Just exactly what we're looking for from our ludicrous streamers. They're not here for a long time, but it certainly was a good time with Rudolph's Ballsers this week. But yeah, after his game on Sunday, you can definitely drop him for a new streamer. <laughs> So overall, we went 4 for 5 on our regular forward streamers, 1 for 3 on our defensive streamers, we missed our shallow league streamer again, and missed out on our goalie streamer of the week as well, and lastly, we went 1 for 2 on our ludicrous streamers, bringing our total for 6 out of 12 for this week, which obviously does meet our 50% threshold, which gets us a win for the week, and that win could look even better if we could get some good games from guys like Ryan Strom and Gustav Nyquist today on Sunday, but either way, it's good to be back in the winning column, but man, going 4 for 5 on my regular forward streamers and still barely getting a win has me concerned that uh, maybe my new scoring system is a little bit too harsh, but Whatever, that's what separates the stream scheme from the phonies, fakes, and losers that often imitate but can never truly duplicate. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting on Monday, October 24th, 2022. On Monday, we have 12 clubs playing, 20 clubs play on Tuesday, 6 clubs playing on Wednesday, 20 clubs playing on Thursday, 12 clubs playing on Friday, 24 clubs playing on Saturday, and lastly, 10 clubs play on the last day of the weekly matchup on Sunday, October 30th. The best schedule of the week is a three-way tie between the New Jersey Devils, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Winnipeg Jets. All three of those teams play four times this week with three light days in there, and all of them have pretty good matchups as well, I'd say, so can't go wrong with streamers from any of the Devils, Knights, or Jets this week. Some other teams with some good schedules this week are the Edmonton Oilers, the New York Rangers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and yes, the St. Louis Blues. They finally have a good schedule. Congrats to all of those Blues managers that stuck it out for those first two weeks. But yeah, all of those teams I just mentioned have four games this week with two light days. And lastly, also the Anaheim Ducks have a good schedule this week. They play just three times, but on all the light days of Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. The worst schedule of the week is also a three-way tie, this time between the Calgary Flames, the Nashville Predators, and the Philadelphia Flyers. All of those teams play just twice this week, and both of those games happening on busy days. Some other teams with a bad schedule this week are the Buffalo Sabres, the Detroit Red Wings, the Florida Panthers, the Los Angeles Kings, the Montreal Canadiens, the San Jose Sharks, and the Seattle Kraken. All of those teams play three times but it's the dreaded Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday heavy day slate. So drop those fringe players on teams with bad schedules this week and get ready to pick up some streamers with good schedules in their place. And if you guys are torn on whether to drop someone this early, I'm always down to give you guys advice on ads, drops, trades, whatever the case may be. Feel free to always hit me up on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme and I'm usually pretty quick with a response for you over there. So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. My top forward pick of the week is Dawson Mercer of the New Jersey Devils. And I don't want to wait for our lives to be over to stream 
Dawson Mercer. <laughs> and the reason old people will get that. I'm old, all right? Uh, the reason is simple. He won't be a streamer for much longer. If his current deployment sticks what it is, and that's a big if, but at least right now, Dawson Mercer is getting what I would consider primo deploymento down there in New Jersey. And I qualify it like that because I think technically he's on their second line, but come on. Whoever skating with Jack Hughes is the top line for New Jersey, in my humble opinion. And Mercer is skating with Jack Hughes both on even strength, but more importantly, on the top power play as well. And not only is Mercer playing top line, top power play, but New Jersey also has one of the best schedules of the week. They play four times with three light days in there. He hasn't popped off yet, hence why Mercer is still in streamer range at just 18% rostered. But with a great schedule and great deployment, now is the time to snag him before, hopefully, he pops off this week. So pick up Dawson Mercer. My second forward streamer pick this week is Riley Smith of the Vegas Golden Knights. And in the offseason, everyone, I think, just assumed that Eichel and Stone were going to skate together at even strength all the time. But hasn't really been the case too much this year with Vegas splitting them up to even out those top two lines some. And that creates opportunities for streamers like Riley Smith. Smith has been okay so far this year, three points in six games, but that's not why we're picking him this week. He's been incredibly consistent, actually, getting at least three shots in every single one of his games so far this year, and he's regularly averaging about 16 minutes of ice time a night, regardless of who he's playing with, which is about three minutes more a game than his teammate and maybe more popular name to uh, the common folk, Phil Kessel. So regardless of how the lines end up shaking out in Vegas this week, I'm confident in Riley Smith to at least get those top six minutes and to put up some good shots on goal for us. And not only that, but Vegas has one of the best schedules this week, playing four times with three light days in there and not to mention against some teams that they should be able to have some high scoring games, hopefully. So his low point total has kept him in streamer range for now at 17% rostered, but I would certainly pick up Riley Smith this week. My third forward streamer pick this week is Cole Perfetti of the Winnipeg Jets. Perfetti is someone who's going to be a lock for top six ice time all season long, and we've seen that so far this year. He's averaging 16 minutes of ice time a game, and we could very well be at the beginning of a Cole Perfetti breakout as he has four points in his last three games, and the Jets look pretty committed to establishing those top two lines and really aren't mixing them around as much as someone like Vegas is because when Ehlers got injured recently, they still kept that second line of Wheeler, Dubois, and Perfetti intact rather than bumping up one of those guys to the top line. Now, obviously, even if Perfetti does kind of break out, his season-long ceiling is still kind of limited just because it'll be really hard for him to crack that top power play as we've seen. But as a streamer on weeks like this where the Jets have one of the best schedules of the week, playing four times with three light days, psh, I will take that every day of the week and twice on Sunday, which it is, but I, I guess I can still only take them once. But regardless, <laughs> Perfetti is rostered right now in just 15% of leagues. So if he is still there in your league, then you have to pick up Cool Perfetti. My fourth forward streamer pick this week is Jason Zucker from your Pittsburgh Penguins. Jason Zucker, a.k.a. the Forgotten Man, in that top six in Pittsburgh. And yeah, is Zucker what he used to be? No, of course not. But I mean, I hate to mention it because I don't want to jinx it, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't tell you guys 
that the Pittsburgh Penguins have scored six points in five of their six games so far. And hey, I was telling anyone who would listen in the offseason, the Pens are going to dominate the regular season. Now, will they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs again? Probably, but for now, the Gwyns are crushing it and Zucker is reaping the benefits with four points in five games for the veterans so far. And yeah, if you're in the top six and your team is scoring six goals every game, then yeah, you should be putting up the points. But I don't see Pittsburgh slowing down the scoring this week, hopefully, knock on wood. And they have a great schedule, playing four times with two light days in there. And don't forget contract year for Jason Zucker so every time we stream him he'll be financially motivated that much more he's still only rostered right now in just five percent of leagues so pick up Jason Zucker my fifth and final regular forward streamer pick this week is Kyler Yamamoto of the Edmonton Oilers and this is my first real DUE play of the year is DUEs off the charts and real quick Just quick shout out to Big Al, who hit me up on Twitter saying, hey, what's that stat for when someone is due? And I was like, I just spell out due, D-U-E. And I had to laugh because for how much I talked about D-U-E the last year or so, I never stopped to think that maybe someone didn't know that I was actually just spelling out the word (laughs) due anytime I say D-U-E. But I digress. Yamamoto, uh, to get back to him, is certainly due here. Zero points in his last three games, despite playing heavy minutes each game with Evander Kane and the best fantasy hockey player in the world, Connor McDavid. And so the law of averages states that Yamamoto should at least get a few points for us this week, as long as he sticks on that top line in Edmonton. And who am I to disagree with science? Not only that, but Edmonton has a great schedule this week, playing four times with two light days in there. And he's understandably only rostered in 7% of leagues. So, hey, don't try and fight science and pick up Kyler Yamamoto. Moving on to defense, my defensive streamers this week are Alec Martinez of the Vegas Golden Knight, Nick Letty of the St. Louis Blues, and Brian Dumoulin of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Alex Martinez has been on a blocking crusade so far this year with at least three blocks in each and every one of his six games so far. Sheesh. So if he can luck into a point or two combined with those blocks, he should be a good pick here from Alec Martinez. He's 14% rostered right now. Letty, steady Nick Letty is putting up heavy minutes for St. Louis. He's getting lots of blocks and even has two points in three games so far. So he's a great look right now, especially in deep, deep leagues as Nick Letty is a bonus ludicrous streamer at just one percent rostered and lastly so is brian dumoulin now dumoulin isn't anything special in any regard i mean i guess perhaps other than the fact that he plays in the nhl and he's rich and all that good stuff but that's besides the point i am hoping dumoulin can also get in on some of that penguin scoring this week and he's also a bonus bonus ludicrous streamer at one percent rostered as well and all of martinez letty and dumoulin have great schedules this week so pick up alec martinez nick letty and brian dumoulin this week if you need a defensive streamer my shallow league streamer of the week hey i'm not gonna lie it's been a tough go for us so far this year we are in need of a shallow league hero this week someone we know someone we trust someone who is maybe one of our best friends maybe we even played a hand in getting this guy to pittsburgh you can't prove otherwise shut up but that's right it's our longtime best bud ricky racks ricard raquel raquel has had a kind of weird year so far right he's a lock for that top line playing alongside 
the best hockey player in the world, Sidney Crosby. And yet, despite that and all of the scoring that Pittsburgh has done so far this year, Raquel only has two points in five games so far. But the hype on Raquel remains as he's still 41% rostered in leagues right now. But I am willing to bet that in a lot of shallow leagues, people probably got frustrated and dropped him. But on a week when Pittsburgh has a great schedule with four games and two light days in there, and of course, Raquel is due out the wazoo, if he's still there in your league this week, then I highly suggest picking up our very best friend, Ricard Raquel. My goalie streamer of the week is Eric Comrie of the Buffalo Sabres. And I know, picking starting goalies doesn't really vibe with the essence of a goalie streamer per se. But listen, as long as I can find a goalie on the waiver wire who's pretty much guaranteed to get me two starts, I'm going to take that. Now, not to mention, Eric Comrie has been pretty, pretty, pretty good so far this year it had a close yet understandable loss to the Panthers then he got a win against the Oilers with 46 saves and just two goals against and then a win against the Flames with 40 saves and three goals against Comrie is absolutely crushing it and the Sabres are in general they might be a wagon I don't know but Comrie is a lock to get at least two starts this week and he might even get all three he's still just 23% rostered which That grinds my gears. Come on, guys. We're better than this. Pick up Eric Comrie so I don't have to fly to your town and paint your face with makeup and stick a wig on you. Because if Comrie is available in your league, you are indeed in a clown league, unfortunately. But it's like I always say, it's okay to be in a clown league as long as you win it. So for the love of Moose Vasco, please, I beg of you, pick up Eric Comrie. And now it's time for the time of the show that people in those deep, deep leagues have been waiting for. It's time for some ludicrous streamers, baby. Let's get it. Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the free-range circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty excuse for an officer. Now hear this. Ludicrous speed. Sir, had you better buckle up. Now buckle this. Ludicrous speed. My top ludicrous streamer pick of the week is the Apple Man, Mason Appleton of the Winnipeg Jets. Pretty simple. He's playing top line with Shifley and Connor as long as Ehlers is out, which will be at least for one more game. But I think they'll be cautious with Ehler and Appleton will get two or maybe even three games this week on that top line. And who knows, he might even get a whole week up there. And if that ends up coming true, you will feel like a dum-dum for not picking up Mason Appleton, who even if he gets just one game on that top line, that's still not a bad streaming option because the Jets have a great schedule with four games, three light days, and he is 0% rostered right now. So definitely pick up Mason Appleton. My second ludicrous streamer pick of the week is Dan Heinen of your Pittsburgh Penguins. And yeah, we're going heavy on Pittsburgh streamers this week, so you can pretty much bank on the Penguins not scoring that much this week, but whatever. You can't live in your fears. And Heinen, much like Appleton, had an incredible opportunity with the injury to Gensel. Heinen got the promotion to the top line alongside Sid and Raquel. And much like Appleton, it's very possible Heinen only gets one game on that top line this week. 
but I also think they'll be cautious with Gensel as well, and Heinen will maybe see two or even three games if we're lucky on that top line. He's just 1% rostered right now, and with a great opportunity on a week where Pittsburgh has a great schedule, he is certainly worth a squirt. So pick up Danton Heinen this week. And so there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, October 24th, 2022 are the following. Forward streamers, Dawson Mercer, Riley Smith, Cole Perfetti, Jason Zucker, and Kyler Yamamoto. Defensive streamers, Alec Martinez, Nick Letty, and Brian Dumoulin. Our Shallow League streamer of the week is our very best friend, Ricky Racks, Ricard Raquel. Our goalie streamer of the week, and Eric Comrie. Uh, Ludicrous streamers of the week are Mason Appleton and Danton Heinen. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there. Or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And also make sure to follow Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts KK. And obviously follow at Keeping Carlson and tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening. And don't forget what the legendary Moose Vasco once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See you.